What is going on, Colts Nation? He is Jamal Lawrence. I'm Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts Cast. Yo, yo. Hey, it's been a minute, everybody. Hope y'all caught our mock drafts last week. Um, we got into a three-round mock draft, so you haven't seen it yet. Go check it out. Hey, but today we're talking about free agency. You know, it's a critical time for any NFL team right now to bolster their roster and trim the fat, of course. There's some key positions that Chris Ballard needs to address before the 2024 NFL season. It's it's crucial that we add to what we've already built on, you know, last, last season. And I guess it's already last season now, Super Bowl's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I will have to say, I you know, Chris Ballard, I don't think he's on the hot seat right now. So this is probably going to factor in a lot of our answers. Last season, we overachieved in Shane Sykin's first year as head coach. And that was with Anthony Richardson on the shelf after four games. So, so Jamal, I mean, that 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 kind of begs the question. Let me know what you think Chris Ballard is going to do this offseason to address those positions of need. What, what's going to happen? I can tell you what he needs to do. He needs to go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button for us before we go ahead and get started. In hey, this. Show I'm that love. Watching. Yeah, he got to be watching. Get this out to all the Colts fans, just like yourself. Absolutely free to use to so go ahead and hit that button. But like you said, Eric, Chris Ballard, I mean... <laughs> He he needs to make some moves. He needs to make some splash moves in this in this uh, free agency. He needs to. But will he is the question. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, before I even talk about that, you mentioned that he's he's not on the hot seat. It's so crazy to me to think that uh, year after year after year, they everyone finds an excuse to not put Ballard on the hot seat, which is why his mediocrity continues. But that's neither here nor there. We won't talk about that right now. Um. <clears throat> um because everybody just gives this man a free pass every year, no matter what the outcome is, no matter what the result. Now, I will say, of course, like you said, Shane Steichen did did excel his first year, especially with Anthony Richardson on the bench. Shane Steichen excelled his first year with having Anthony Richardson on the bench. Shane Steichen. Okay, back to where we're talking about. Uh, Chris Ballard. <laughs> Chris Ballard. Fans, listeners everywhere throughout the entire world, I want you all to know, Chris Ballard always has and always will be value Ballard. <laughs> I hate to be the one to break the news, y'all, but he will not be making a splash signing in free agency this year. He will not. He said in his January presser, he said, you know, we have a lot more flexibility than we've had in the past. He said, and we'll always be prudent, but we'll be as aggressive as we need to be in free agency with players we think can help us. With players we think can help us. He basically said, no, nah, he said he got more capital, bro. He got more capital. You're right. He does have more capital. We're not spending $25 million on, on Phillip Rivers. We're not spending $36 million on Matt Ryan, on all washed up people anymore because we have a young quarterback. But does that mean he's going to decide to finally go ahead and, and and go crazy in this free agency? Get someone like LeJarius Sneed who you know showed us during the Super Bowl? He can, he can do it? No. He's going to rely on the draft. He's going to rely on the draft. I can guarantee it, guys. You know how he goes. He loves finding these potential gems, potential gems in the draft, looking at these raw scores, using using all this athletic ability. Even with the cap space we have right now, he ain't going to be doing anything crazy. We look at some of our, well, our biggest signing we had last year. What was it? Matt Gay? A kicker? <laughs> That's who we spent our money on? Um, we hold let on, hold on. Yeah, let, let's talk about our history. So last year, I, I mm-hmm. would say our biggest signing, well, biggest impactful signing would probably be Samson and Bukong. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Great um, signing. I mean, you could say Gardner Minshew as well. 
mm-hmm. I mean, he came in, he, he's a pro bowl. He, he became pro bowler, you know, his yeah. first pro bowl ever with the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts. So you could argue that, but I, yeah, Matt Gay, they spent a lot of money, a lot mm-hmm. of money on Matt Gay. Um, but like, even before that, you, you got to think like, you know, Carson Wentz was probably our biggest one, and and that backfired on us, right? I, I was gonna try not to mention it because that was a trade, but you know what? Since we're going to address the elephant in the room, we gave a third round pick and a first round pick. Yeah, first right. round and you're a third right. round pick. I mean, absolutely, and it, and it absolutely horrific return on investment. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I kind of argue that we probably should have gave him at least one more year since we For gave sure. up all that cap, but we're not gonna go there. Um. DeForest Buckner was a trade. I would say great that one. was yeah, great one. One of his greatest first round mm-hmm. pick for DeForest Buckner. I'll take it. Philip Rivers. I mean, we got the playoffs with them. Um, like, <laughs> you know, hey, here, here's the thing. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's so crazy because people and listen. I love Philip Rivers. I think he was a dog when he was in when he was in uh San Diego. When he was in San Diego, he was a dog. I'll repeat that. When when he was in San Diego, he was a dog. We made we've made episodes, Eric. We've made episodes recently about older players and what we think they would bring to this organization. And we get we get a lot of hate for it. It's crazy. You know what? And and I'm not mad about it because it's just the reality of the situation. We we caught some flack for the for the Mike Evans sign. Oh, he's old, he's old. But people were ready, people still worship Rivers like he was with us for 10 years. One year he was with us, and people still say, Oh, one of the best to ever do it in Indianapolis. But we can't, but we can't be. We can't be wishful in our thinking of getting another older player that still has proven that he can do more and more. All I'm saying is that we we just can't. You cannot be one sided with these conversations. So do I think Philip Rivers was a decent signing to get us to the playoffs? Absolutely. Was it worth the twenty five million dollars we signed him for? Uh, I don't think so because it didn't fix anything. But again, we continue on, Eric. Sorry. Go ahead. Whew. All right. Hot topic. Uh, it must seem like. You know, Stefan Gilmore, I, I thought was, you know, I I personally said he was going to be the most impactful signing that year over Matt Ryan. Um, you know, it was supposedly a hot take, and I guess it was, but it, it ended up being because um, Gilmore single-handedly won us some of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some smaller signings like Trey Burden, you know, he, he tied in one year with us. Uh, Rodney McLeod, pretty solid signing. He Wish we would have kept him. Um, mm-hmm. But all that's to say, like, you know, we never really broke the bank for any any of these top free agents. Um, even mm-hmm. the tr- you could say we did break the bank for the trades. But, you know, that 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 gets me thinking, like, are we going to target some top names in free agency? So like Chris Jones, like <laughs> that's probably just out. Yeah, that's out of the realm of no possibility. Shot. Josh Allen, edge rusher. No, T Higgins. I don't I don't think so, because. That's going to require a, a a large amount of money. Like these these guys are going to command twenty five, thirty million dollars a year. Um, I don't I don't think Ballard goes for that. I mean, especially we we still have Michael Pittman Jr. hasn't been resigned yet. You know, like I I could see maybe like a Jalen Johnson or like you said, Lajerry Sneed, maybe. I, and Maybe. I even doubt that. I even doubt that. I think that's too high up the food chain for him. He he is too valued out for that kind of stuff, man. I, I when you talk about the splat, you know, Asan and I even because what Gilmore's contract was two years, twenty million, 20 million. Or something like that. Think, yeah. Which yeah, I mean, listen, and worth every single penny, worth every single penny. Ballard said when the you know when they 
made the decision to part ways. It was it was the best for both teams. Obviously, Gilmore wanted to go get a championship. He went down to to Dallas and showed he can still do it at an elite level. But Ballard said, we think we'll be better off in the draft. We can figure out in the draft and look where we stand. Keep going. I, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't think we've solved the cornerback position. Um, but, you know, Chris Ballard did say we have to get more explosive on offense. We have to – we also have to eliminate the explosives on defense. He said that at the end of the season. So, you know, we have to bring more firepower. We also have to be able to diffuse the firepower on the – Posing side of the field. Absolutely. You know, getting that healthy Anthony Richardson back into the fold, I think, causes an uptick in that that department on the offense. Um, you know, but what can we do to get more explosive uh plays on offense? What can we do to prevent explosive plays on defense? You know, I I I love cornerbacks. I, I really do. You you have to have some rock solid corners who can play man coverage. And I, I think that was one of our weaknesses. Like you we always talk about. Everyone always talks about Gus Bradley's defensive scheme, way too conservative. Well, you know, I, I, I thought about it, and, you know, it's probably because we don't have the talent to, to mm -hmm. trust our corners to play one-on-one -on -one because when, when we get aggressive, we send more down. You know, we send more after the quarterback. So we're losing those guys in coverage. Do, do you trust Darrell Baker Jr. to go one-on-one -on -one with this? Uh, it, it just That's just my two cents. But I think, and I really think, I don't think you can like we have to make a good sign in in free agency because you cannot address this entire group in the draft. You know, we, we have one first round pick, whether you waste or I won't say waste, whether you use it on a corner or wide receiver or a Brock Bauer, something like that. That's going to help one side of the equation. For sure. But like it doesn't fix everything. So I'm thinking like, you know, resign Michael Pittman. Let's at least attempt to sign a corner. Get like, at least put an offer. Like, bro, like, Jalen Johnson need to visit. Like, I hope. Yeah, I absolutely hope. Jerry Sneed need to. Yeah, he need to pick yeah. up the phone and like, yeah. or or you know, maybe we address corner in the first round, second round, something like that. But again, that doesn't guarantee. You don't get a guaranteed product. Um, but let's say we do that, and then we go out and get a like. A wide receiver, a wide receiver in free agency, like we talked about, Mike Evans, possibly. Um, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, Calvin Ridley's a free agent. Uh, even like Darnell Moon, somebody, because like you've said, Jamal, you've always said this. We have to increase that competition in the wide receiver room. We have to. We have to. So that 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 has to be around and, and and if Ballard is serious about diffusing explosive plays and and creating more explosive plays he's going to have to make an explosive signing mhm mm i would agree i i would agree because he he's Steichen has shown now what he's coming here and what he's going to offer to this organization and what his expectations are. Now it's up to Ballard to put the personnel in place for him to continue to exceed. Like you mentioned, I, I fully agree when you said about Gus probably not wanting to stack the box and have to worry about a one-on-one -on -one with the rookie because we, we saw that happen multiple times this year. We stack it with seven, eight people in there. We show blitz and we got soft coverage all across the middle or we got, uh you know, DBs getting beat one-on-one. -on -one. So I completely agree. We can't afford to to stack when we have a situation like that. So I would absolutely hope that the Colts have some kind of visits going on in the near future with the defensive side of the ball. It, again, it's hard to it's hard to put all your eggs in a basket on a first round draft pick on on a cornerback 
or even on receipt. I mean, no matter who it is, we've, we've seen plenty of busts when we can go ahead and, and dish out a little money here right now. Think about what the longevity of this team is and how it can elevate this team by getting getting one of these guys. You mentioned Jones or excuse me, uh, Johnson, um, Sneed or one of these guys in the building. Pay them what you know that they that they have shown they deserve. It's not like they're being outlandish with their requests. I mean, l- let's let's call a spade a spade here. It, we, we've seen these guys play. We, we know what they bring to the table. So you can entertain what they want because you know what it does to this team. And then you can worry about maybe going a little harder and in another position as like the wide receivers in the draft or something of that nature, because you can, you've kind of solidified one of your, uh, one of your main needs. Again, while you have this rookie quarterback contract and you have the money, restructure contracts. We know this happens every single day. There are plenty of things that could happen in this organization that can free up money and that can put him, put us in a position to be win now and not just mediocre, a step above mediocre. We want to be in win now mode, restructure, retailer, do whatever you have to do. But the cards are on the table now. Again, the coaching is going to be there. The personnel needs to be there. And that starts from the GM. He has to make the right calls to get the players where we need them. Yeah. And I, so, you know, Colts fans, they, everyone has their own opinion about what the team should do, how they should attack the draft, how they should attack free agency. But we all need to realize that there are multiple ways to skin a cat. So there, mm-hmm. there, there's plenty of ways we can go about this and still get the desired solution. So like, like I was talking about earlier, you know, attacking corner in the draft first round or attacking uh, a weapon in the first round. It depends what they do in free agency to, to couple with that. So if they do one of those things and not the other, that's when I'm sitting here like, yo, bro, we ain't, (laughs) (laughs) we, we, we did not, we did not move the needle. Like I, like, like we should. So Mm -hmm. that's how I feel. Um, I know, I know Colts nation, let us know your thoughts that there's, it's going to be an excited free agency. It's oh, going to yeah. be a signed draft um, just because it's not, you know, a quarterback need. We don't want to be a team that needs a quarterback right now. Like you're a team that has a quarterback or needs one. And quite frankly, we're still on that needing side just because mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson, we don't know what he's going to be about. We've seen flashes. We've seen the upside, but what's, is that going to transition into a full 17 games of, of superb play or, you know, things like that. Is he going to sure. be our cornerstone, our franchise quarterback? We don't know that yet. Uh, I hope he is. Cause I, I love this guy. <laughs> he, he is our guy right now, oh, yeah. but absolutely. Will he be that guy in three years? Or are we going to be someone like the Chicago bears who have the first round pick and they're sitting there debating whether they should take a quarterback or not or keep chase Justin Fields. I don't want to be in that situation. I want to be in the chief situation where they got yeah. their quarterback signed for 10 years, $50 million <laughs> a year. I want to be in that situation. So we're, we're going to see what's going to happen, Jamal. You got anything else? That's it, man. That's it. Like you said, drop those comments below. Let us know how y'all feel about this and what you expect. And be honest in these comments, man. We know we know how Chris Ballard's role, but again, like Eric said, there's, there's more. There's more than ways to skin a cat. I'm always going to have uh, an opinionated opinion about half the stuff we do, but yeah, that's the fun of this. That, hey, listen, <laughs> that's the fun of this. <laughs> so drop some comments below, but now that's all I got for us today, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Um, we took around a week off. You know, it, it's it's a slow off season for the Colts right now just because, you know, we just had the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. you know, we had, to, we had to take a little break, but we're yeah. back. 
It's off-season time. Let's get right back into it, Colts Nation. That's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts, and we'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care.